what is going on everyone welcome to episode 70 i'm gonna check my thing right now it's episode 75 welcome to the show amal it is wednesday september 8th and we're recording this at 8 40 eastern time and t- less than 24 hours from now we should have the first snap of the 2021 regular season with the cowboys going is it actually yeah it is in tampa the cowboys going to the bucks in tampa bay reigning super bowl champions and we're gonna see our first actual nfl action and first of all that's a i think that's a very that's a very interesting game to start the season with it definitely has my intrigue but before we jump into any of that our afc uh afc i guess success or failure segment and our game predictions what is going on with you amal what's good arib yeah um back in college uh back on campus so uh now it's uh completely remote between us two and uh yeah we're gonna go into um the afc successes and failures that was the podcast we did an nfc one about a couple podcasts ago and uh we're not getting back to it now and then uh right after that we'll get into our game predictions that we normally do before every week Um, And we'll be doing it for the next 18 weeks. And then we'll probably be doing it all the way up to the Super Bowl. And uh, then after that, we'll give our preseason, I guess, uh, pre-week one uh, award predictions. We'll call it an award show, I guess. And then, uh, yeah, we can can start it away. And first, we'll start off with the news. Uh, So we're a little bit behind, of course, on news. the biggest one being, of course, Cam Newton has been cut from the New England Patriots. Uh, he just got paid. He got paid a lot. I think he was getting paid like sixteen million a year. So that was the off. That was uh, what the Pats gave him. And uh, after that, he just got cut. Um, and apparently, the reason was he was struggling remembering plays. And apparently, Mac Jones was aiding him, according to Rob Ninkovich. Uh, in learning plays, which is actually insane. And I've also heard Mac Jones' girlfriend knows more about the playbook than Cam Newton. I think mm-hmm. that's that was a pretty interesting one. I've never seen that before. We um, might know more about the playbook than Cam Newton. Who knows? I mean, yeah, that, that is that is pretty insane. Uh, but yeah, congrats to Mac Jones. Looking forward to see what the Patriots do. Uh, I don't know if you have anything to add on that, but I, I hope Cam Newton gets, he, he'll get a job eventually. Uh, people have been talking about him not getting vaccinated as a factor uh, of him getting cut. I don't know if I buy that, but uh, I, I think he's just not, he's just, they just don't feel like he's worth um, with the money he's getting paid, the cap hit to have him on the roster. Yeah. And I think one thing that I heard, I don't know who said this, but I heard this, Cam Newton's a very loud personality. I think everyone's known that even since he came into the league, his, we saw it especially in his MVP year, all the dabbing. He was the center of the team. He's the leader. He's the focal point. And I feel like with a young rookie quarterback in the building, someone like a Mac Jones who, like, no offense to Mac Jones, his personality does not compare to Cam Newton. I feel like there might've been some inner locker turmoil almost like if you had given, like let Cam Newton stay, let him start. Cause at the end of the day, I don't think there's a question who the better leader is, who the more riveting sort of personality is in in the locker room and getting that out of the way early and letting Mac Jones sort of grab this locker room by the reins and run with it. I think that would be probably something that people aren't really talking about that could have led to Cam Newton getting cut along with 
obviously him not being vaccinated probably definitely played a uh, played a part in that as well as i mean he's getting paid more money than he's probably worth at this point uh, even with injuries covid whatever you can make an excuse for his play last season bad receivers whatever it might be he doesn't look like the same guy that we thought he would be he'd probably get a job eventually but uh, i think overall i was shocked by this move but I think it makes sense, especially with someone who like Mac Jones, who he's not a Trevor uh, Train Lance, he's not a Justin Fields, who might necessarily need to sit in order to improve their like development. Mac Jones is already pretty much ready to go, and we'll see what he has to do, uh, what he has week one when he plays against the who does he play against? Uh, the he's playing against Miami week one in uh, it's in New England, so we'll see how that goes. And the second piece of uh, news of all that. I think really for me hurts this team's chances of making a strong playoff run running back JK Dobbins second year running back uh, out. And first of all, he tore his ACL, I believe in the third preseason game, third and final preseason game. I just got to wonder why the hell was JK Dobbins out in a preseason game and the third preseason game. Like I'm sure you played him enough earlier on in those first two playoff game, uh, the first two preseason games where you don't have to worry about him you know, not knowing the playbook or not being 100% acclimated. I feel like this is just an unnecessary injury. And with the team that runs the ball as heavily as the Baltimore Ravens do, even with the additions they made uh, throughout uh, the draft, wide receiver and getting lots of offensive linemen, Alejandro Villanueva and Kevin Zettler, I believe, uh, on the offensive line. Even with all those passing upgrades and Mark Andrews getting a long-term deal, it's going to be a run-first offense and losing your first running back is not the best move for a team that's heavily run run dependent, had the worst passing offense in all football last year. Uh, it's not a good sign for me. I don't know if, like, frankly, Lamar Jackson kind of, he was kind of disappointing for me last season through the air. Like, he wasn't bad, but he wasn't, he didn't take that leap that I thought he would take. And if this team ends up being more run dependent than uh, we expect, which it probably will be, I don't know if Gus Edwards, Le'Veon Bell, I think they have a, a guy named Ty Jones or something like that. Uh, whoever they sign, I don't know if he can, they can carry this offense. They also lost Justin Hill to an Achilles tear, who was their running back three. Just not a good sign for me early on with the Ravens' sort of playoff hopes. Yeah, I think uh, you're. I think it, it definitely is a big blow. Um, of course, uh, now that uh, now that Gus Edwards, Gus Edwards is now taking over. I don't know if Gus Edwards was even the backup running back. I think he was the third string running back, right? I think Justice Hill. Yeah, I think I think Justin Hill was the third for sure. Justice Hill was the third. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, he also tore his ACL. He had the same injury as J.K. Dobbins, and uh, because uh, running back depth was an issue, they also signed Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I think you you're right. Uh, I think uh, this is definitely going to impact their their Super Bowl chances, especially deeper in the deep playoff run. I mean, we're not going to doubt that the Ravens aren't going to make the playoffs because of this, because Lamar Jackson has performed excellent, even with the with not so great of a running back um, there on this team. I mean, I'm not going to disrespect Mark Ingram like that, but even he he's not like the best of the best. And I know J.K. Dobbins is up and coming, and I knew he was going to have a breakout year this year, um, and now that he's gone for the year, I think that'll definitely hinder the Ravens' future. And uh, it'll definitely hinder our, of course, prediction of how they will play uh, later on in this year. In this year. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, we've covered all the news that I wanted to talk about, unless you had anything else to add. 
Um, I mean, trying to think. Nah, Zach Le'Veon Martin, Bell signing. Um, Zach Martin's it, out right. tomorrow for mm-hmm. from COVID protocols. Um, that's the only thing I can find. I don't. I don't think I can find anything else. Dak Prescott will play, but nobody doubted um, that. The quarterbacks who are starting, uh, we we all saw Jameis Winston getting the starting job. That's definitely notable, higher upside. Drew Locke not getting the starting job over Teddy Bridgewater. For me, that's a bit questionable. I guess Teddy Bridgewater is more stable, but Drew Locke for me has the athletic ceiling. Um, Jimmy G starting over Trey Lance, also pretty much yep. expected. Uh, uh, tr- Trevor Lawrence, Trevor um, Lawrence getting the over. job and Gardner Minshew getting traded, which, again, that, that seems like a, a situation that was a bit bungled. Deshaun Watson not going to start this week. Obviously, no shot, no shot. Um, yeah, uh, that's about biggest, it. Though. Another big one, of course. Justin Fields is getting benched for Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're not benched. He's not, not benched. Yeah, not starting. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, and yeah, uh, we can get started. Uh, mm-hmm. We can start. I guess we'll start with the successes. We're doing the successes and failures. Um, I guess we'll start with the AFC East. Um, We'll go. We'll start with the Buffalo Bills here. Yeah, um, a success this year would be if uh, if they can get to the Super Bowl. Man, I'll be honest. I think uh, they 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 were they were one step behind, below that this past year. I think they definitely got better. They added Emmanuel Sanders to their wide receiver depth. Um, they they paid their superstar quarterback. I just need to see if Josh Allen is going to also take that little bit of an extra step. And people are, I saw a post today where they had him as a preseason MVP candidate. Um, We'll see how that goes, but that will be their success. Um, That's my success for them. Uh, Failure. Yeah. Failure is if they, if, uh, if they take a step back, I'll say failure here since the division got better is if, uh, if they don't win the division. I, I think that's also very fair. For me, Amal, the one thing that held them back from, and by them I mean the Bills, from making a Super Bowl run last year, a legitimate Super Bowl run, which they did make, but they got stopped by the chainsaw known as the Kansas City Chiefs. For me, I want to see some defensive improvement. Yes, I know their defense has been phenomenal, like just overall. Like we all know that, like the last couple of years, it has been one of the better defenses in football. But in the biggest moments, even against that uh, the playoff game against your team, the, the, the Colts, they were getting run all over on. Like it was an atrocity. And they really only got kind of lucky, if I'm being honest, at the end of the game. Um, otherwise, the Colts were in the last like third and fourth quarter, they were running all over them. And they got ran all over against the, the the Chiefs in the championship game. So, yeah, obviously, I'd say it's making the Super Bowl. But I think more than that, it's just, dude, you've got to be able to stop these high-flying offenses and stop the run. I think just overall, if they can do that, then, yeah, I think they'll be like they'll be a good, t- like a good playoff team. But last season, they finished 14th, which is dead average in points a lot per game. We know their offense is going to be good. Obviously, I'd like to see them have more success on the ground. Uh, running the football because they don't run it like at all. Uh, but forget that. If they can make that league average defense f- from 14 to like top 10, then yeah, I think they're definitely going to make a legitimate run and they could potentially beat the Chiefs. But if they can't, then I don't, I don't know. If, I, I don't know if people are going to look back at the season as a success. And I think it's going to lean more towards it being a failure. 
Um, now we can move to the Miami Dolphins. I'm all, and for I think it's going to be the same for me and you. Success, if Tua ends up being the man, just flat out, we can move on. Tua yeah, has yeah. to prove that. Uh, and he, first of all, he wasn't voted captain uh, by the team this week, which uh, this I think it was this week, which is kind of odd, but whatever. If Tua can prove that, you know what? There's no point in training for Deshaun Watson. I am the man. I'm on a rookie contract, and you can win a Super Bowl with me. Then, yeah, it's a success because, like you said, this team, uh, this division has gotten way better. New England, uh, I, I think they're getting a lot of players back from COVID last season that they didn't have. Uh, signed big guys in the offseason. Like New England is stacked. Obviously, we know that the Bills are stacked. The Jets got an actual head coach, a great offense coordinator, Michael Floor, a new quarterback. We need to see sort of like the Dolphins can sort of make up that space. Because I think if I'm being honest, Miami and I'd say Buffalo stay pretty like steady in my rankings. Like, like I don't think they improved as greatly as the other team teams did. And yes, we need to prove that they definitely. can, they can yeah. like live up to that. Right. No, definitely. And I think uh, improvement in terms of paper. Yeah, you're right. Arib. The Dolphins didn't really improve that much, but it's just, you expect development, like you said. So success here is very easy. You can move on from it. And that is to a tongue of Iloa mm-hmm. being the man. And if he's not the man, it's quite simple. And it's quite easy, actually, resolution. They can trade for Deshaun Watson. It's not a difficult trade to make. Uh, as long as the Texans are on board, I'm, I'm pretty sure that trade could happen. And uh, yeah, and then the Dolphins will be happily happy to move on from him. But he needs to show that he's the man. And uh, if he's the man, I think the Dolphins would make the playoffs. And uh they should have made the playoffs this past year um, over my Colts, and they didn't. So that would be the success. And the failures, of course, if two is not the man. And if he's not the man, that clearly means they probably didn't make the playoffs. So we can uh, move on to the New England Patriots. Yep. And for New England, for me, it's pretty simple. Mac Jones cannot make mistakes because they're getting a ton of guys back them all. Dante Hightower, they re-signed Kyle Van Noy, Ronnie Perkins, Christian Barmore. Still have lots of good guys uh, on, on that defense that are coming back. Jalen Mills, Devin McCourty. And then at offense, you know, everyone knows they signed the big named guys, two tight ends, two wide receivers. They went off and spent money. Um, if Mac Jones will not make big mistakes, then this team is a playoff team, just flat out talent wise. Even last year, like they had a down year, but they had a down year because their quarterback got COVID and their other quarterback is Jared Stidham. Like it's that simple. Otherwise, I think this team would have been fine. They have all the roster talent. They got better this offseason. So if Mac Jones doesn't make the mistakes, then they should be a playoff team. And I'm gonna put it all on Mac Jones, plot out. Like I think it's that simple. Yeah, I think I think you're also right here. I think uh Mac Jones has to show that he truly was better than Cam Newton. And I think he is. I think he'll he'll be better than Cam Newton. Uh and I think he'll show and output more success than what Cam Newton did at quarterback. Because even with Cam Newton at quarterback, they still managed to win seven wins, gain seven wins last year. So, um, yeah, Mac Jones just has to show the, what, he sh- what he's shown to us all throughout college and uh, do his thing. Because uh, we said he was the most NFL-ready quarterback in this, in this draft class when we were evaluating his film. And uh, I, I think he's going to show that. And I think uh, he's taking the reins early. And even though he was uh, out of those top five QBs, he was the last one getting picked, I think he's going to show immediately his presence. And uh, I'm looking forward to see how he does. And failure here, yes, of Mac Jones. I mean, you can't even write off Mac Jones after one year. Failure, I guess, 
I don't know. I mean, like not making the playoffs, I guess, because they're also a team that's in the bubble for the playoffs. So I guess they'll consider not making the playoffs a failure as well. Um, but yeah. Yeah. For me, a failure would be Mac Jones just not being as steady and as perfect as you think you would be. Um, yeah, that's we can move true. on. Yeah. We can move on to the Jets. And for me, I'm, all, I'm looking at the Jets depth chart right now, right? The amount of young guys on this team is phenomenal. Elijah Moore is a starter, Elijah Vera Tucker. Uh, Mackay Becton, Denzel. Denzel Mims, Zach Wilson, right? Um, obviously, we have Michael Carter, who was a draft pick. He probably won't play that well. Um, then they have someone, someone like Quinnen Williams, former, what, third overall pick, second overall pick. Um, you have guys like, they have three starting rookies at their linebacker and cornerback uh, group. Hamza um, Nasir Dean, Brandon Nichols, and Jamie and Sherwood, as well as like a young guy like, even like Marcus May or like Bryce Hall uh, from who I think he had an ACL or uh, Achilles back in Virginia. He's second year corner, right? All these great young players, right? They have a great head coach. Now. I just want to see improvement from these young players. This jets team, I think is going to be more competitive, especially later on in the season when everyone meshes together, Uh, Zach Wilson and all these guys can develop great chemistry on the field, but they're not, they're not going to win a lot of games this year. For me, it's, Will all these young guys, including Zach Wilson, will they all prove that, you know what, the, the future of the Jets is somewhat bright and it's not a dark pit, like an abyss. That, that, that for me is success for them. And failure is if they get less of these young guys hitting than we'd expect. No, definitely. I think uh, I think you're actually right. I think that's exactly what I would say too. Um, it, it's crazy also because Zach Wilson, he's already gotten high praise. Uh Former Cowboys legend Toby Tony Romo uh, said, uh, "Don't be surprised after this season if you put him in the same breath as Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers." Uh, I'm still waiting to see that. Um, of course, I don't know if he, he has been performing pretty well in preseason, but it's preseason. Um, take that with a grain of salt. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward. I think success here is improvement, like you said. They were think about it, Reed. Two years ago, I believe the Jets were seven and nine. Uh, people forgot that that's actually kind of crazy because the Jets are normally an irrelevant bum mm-hmm. team. Uh, if they and we that, had them both going seven and nine last season, and we both had them, we both had them going seven and nine last season. I, and I, I think it's definitely a team that has potential. Uh, like you said, super young team. I, I definitely think this team, like you said, later on in the season is going to show that it's not just a a team that you can just check off your your schedule be like okay this is basically like a bye week you're good to go um but yeah we uh we can move on uh to the AFC, AFC North right AFC North yeah we'll I want start- to start with Baltimore and yeah. it's good it's going to be the same thing for me as it was last year Amal. I was talking about Lamar Jackson sort of being a disappointment last season at least you know when that, it comes to improving his passing definitely game, was yeah. right and guess what they lost their best running back right I want to see this team because, like, I guess I love Gus Edwards. I really like him. I think he's improved a lot as a runner. That being said, it's he's not a J.K. Dobbins and one less running back, uh, two less running backs, I guess, including Justice Hill. I want to see if Lamar Jackson can truly become a quarterback that's extremely reliable. Can he take that next step? upwards when it comes to him passing the ball yeah, and they I mean, made the moves more, right yeah like, yeah they they added rashad bateman for what reason they're not going to keep mm-hmm. him just and he's like, on ir right now i think i think he's short-term ir he'll yeah, be back three, by week three weeks three or four i believe three weeks, yeah right 
But forget, forget the, first of all, I, I guess they did. What do we say they improved the offensive line? I guess they, they lost Orlando Brown, but brought in Alejandro Villanueva. Good, like one, two. It's a lateral move. move. It's a lateral Kevin move. Zeitler, I think, is an improvement from what they had last season, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think Bane Cleveland is starting a left guard, which is great, obviously, from a rookie, right? But Tylen Wallace, obviously, Rashad Bateman, they made moves, clearly. But I think the biggest move has to be from Lamar Jackson himself. Like Definitely, can Lamar yeah. Jackson make, make that jump? And if you can, then this team should be a Super Bowl contender. Like a legit, like they should be a team that's predicted to win the Super Bowl. No, yeah, definitely. And we we did say this earlier. This that uh, J.K. Dobbins going down is uh, going to affect the team early. Uh, I won't be surprised. I I like what you're saying here. We do need to see improvement from Lamar Jackson. I wouldn't be surprised if this is his uh, season high in rushing yards because of J.K. Dobbins going down. But I think, like you said, though, he needs to be more of a competent quarterback, Reeb. I think that's that's what's more important uh, for the Ravens' success here. I'm not going to say success here is winning the division. I'm not going to say any of that because this team is Super Bowl caliber. Their, their team is great all around. We, their defensive holes are, like, very minimal. Offense, it's great. He has all the pieces around him. Great O-line. Great receiving core. He has Mark Andrews back. They just signed an extension for him. It's just he, he's got to get the job done on the passing side and mm-hmm. he needs to if he plays the role of a quarterback well um he can the ravens like you said they're going to be a contending team even with jk dobbins going down yep we um and maybe our expectations for lamar are high but guess what they are we no they, he won mvp <laughs> he won mvp exactly he's got, it's gotta he be MVP. high he won yeah, mvp exactly. yeah, you can't, and i just want to see because if lamar jackson can be a consistent passer He's going to be the best quarterback the league has ever seen. Period. No, so, definitely. Yeah, it, uh, it's not even close. Yeah, we can mm-hmm. we can move we can on. Move um, on. Um, I'll do. We, I'll do the Cleveland Browns, I guess, next. Go for uh, it. Cleveland is the success here. I want to see Baker Mayfield take the next step forward and to break out as an MVP candidate. I want to see OBJ stay healthy too. I mean, if I see both of those happen, this team is going to the moon. Uh, but yeah, success this year would be uh, just Baker Mayfield just popping off and uh, showing that he's gonna get he's gonna get new money after the season. Of course, you can make that assumption, right? Mm. And uh, he's gonna show why he deserves Josh Allen money or Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson type of money, uh, and he's gonna pop off this season. So success would be Baker Mayfield playing successfully, and if he does play successfully, the Browns are gonna go far this year because their defense is. There's no point even talking about their defense. And uh, on offense, if, if they can stay healthy, of course, last year Nick Chubb went down, uh, missed some games. OBJ missed pretty much the whole season. Uh, if the offense can stay, stay healthy and stay on the field, uh, the Browns are a dangerous team and quite possibly could be the best team in the AFC if everything goes to plan. Yeah, and a spoiler alert for my sort of – a dark horse MVP candidate, I do have Baker Mayfield. And if you look at the other quarterbacks, other than Josh Rosen, obviously, um, you had Lamar Jackson drafted 32nd in his draft class, MVP. Josh Allen drafted 7th, MVP candidate. Baker Mayfield, though, last season, to me, his last like eight, uh, eight games, I'd say, he was playing at a very high level. And I think it's not like out of this, the realm of possibilities where he throws like, 
really high t- number of touchdowns, like high 38, high, like 38 to 40 touchdowns this season. And I, I think for me, I'm going to more go, go more towards like team success. I think they have to make a, like they had to make the NAFC championship game. For me, that's the success of this team. They had the roster. I think they have the quarterback to do it. I'm going to go more that way, but at a more sort of macro level, a micro level, rather, I guess you could say it, it, it will end up being on Baker Mayfield because he is the quarterback of that team. And all, all these quarterbacks have taken a, a leap and we haven't seen Baker Mayfield. I don't know if we've seen him. Okay. I don't, I don't think Baker Mayfield has been bad. I think he's been good. I just think he could be better than what he's been. And even if he has been good, I think he doesn't get the publicity of those other guys. So I think this will be the season where we see Baker Mayfield getting that like highly publicized. You know what? He's the ne- he, he, he's the next like MVP type of player. I think that's what we'll be seeing. Um, we can move on to Pittsburgh now. Pittsburgh for me, I'm all honestly the roster as good as it as it always is, right? For me, I guess success would just be them making the playoffs, I think, would be success because it's a win-now year for them. That's why they brought Big Ben back, gave him the big bucks to come back and play football for potentially his last season, almost guaranteed his last season, right? This offensive line has gotten worse, significantly worse, right? But the wide receivers are still there. The running back is obviously there with Najee. The defense is still there. It's if they can make the playoffs because that's why they brought Big Ben because if they if they, you know, if they weren't trying to win now, they would have moved on for Big Ben, probably drafted a quarterback and started off a rebuild. They didn't. They want to win a Super Bowl. So for me, they've got to make a legitimate deep playoff run for that to be a success. And honestly, if we're going to really go there, if they don't make a Super Bowl, then it's a failure this year for them, I'd say, at least from their own expectations. Yeah, so you're, you're bringing up an interesting point because it is Super Bowl or bust pretty much for them because – if they don't, if the Steelers don't win a Super Bowl now, they won't win one for a long time. I mean, we're talking about a long time because Big Ben, Big Ben is that has been that man for them, and uh, it's gonna take a long time to find someone to replace a guy like Ben Roethlisberger. And this will be his last year. And this isn't the best Steelers team that he they, that he mm-hmm. has. This isn't the best. This is probably, on my my opinion, Reeb, in the past like eight years, this is probably the worst Steelers team he's had. And that's crazy, um, considering the defense is still insane. Uh, they got a still a decent O line. They did lose a lot of key pieces like Marquise Pouncey, uh, Alejandro. Well, Illinois, I but, can never say his name right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but like, but like, and of course they added Najee Harris. But it, it's just you need. I need to see. Yeah, I mean, is it realistic that uh, they're gonna go to the Super Bowl? No, I don't think it is. Is it possible? I'm not going to say never say never, but I mean, failure would be, yeah. If, I mean, at least they got to make the playoffs, bro. If they don't make the playoffs, it, it's, it is definitely a failure um, because they could have used this season to either tank or develop a quarterback, a rookie quarterback, and they just paid Ben for no reason. Um, they, they paid him, like you said, because they had it. They thought they had a chance to win and contend. And I know for a fact this has been Roethlisberger's last year. So we can move on uh, mm-hmm. to the Cincinnati Bengals. Success this year is just a improvement uh, on Joe Burrow's side. Uh, he, got, he has to show why he was the number one pick over a guy like Justin Herbert. 
who I know you were really high on. You were high on Joe Burrow, and I was also high on Joe Burrow, of course. <laughs> Most people were high on Joe Burrow. I mean, if you're the number one pick, damn right, you should be high on that person. I mean, you don't want this guy to turn off like turn into like a Jared Goff or someone like that. I think he has the potential. He's ready to surprise. I think he showed the potential as well. And I think he's definitely a comeback player of the year candidate. I think he's going to be, he's going to show that he's going to, he's going to outperform himself. I think uh, this Bengals on the other hand, I don't know how well they perform because uh, they're still a young team. Right. And uh, of course, having Jamar Chase there, uh, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd will help Joe Burrow. It's definitely a better team than he had last year. But yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, failure is if Joe Burrow is not it. I mean, you you'll tell you'll tell pretty much by the end of this year uh, if he has potential or not. And you'll, I, yeah, and I think he will show it. But I think that would be really the failure here because I don't think playoffs win count. I don't think any of that matters. Yeah, for me, there's two main questions uh, other than Joe Burrow, right? I think the two main success and failure points for me. First of all, it completely rotates around this offensive line. This offensive line needs to protect him, but I think they also need to be able to open up some holes for Joe Mixon because everyone says it's Joe Mixon year every single year. He gets hurt, offensive line sucks, blah, blah, blah. I think if they can, more importantly than like just protecting Joe Burrow, if they can open up a running game because they finished 23rd in uh, yards, uh, yards, rushing yards per game last season, uh, 104.2. If they can up that, you know, maybe get like top 15 rushing yards. And guess what? You're going to take way more pressure off your your recently injured quarterback. And if the offensive line can protect him, then it's going to be way better for his development. Flat out. I think it's all rotating around this offensive line. And for me, and like if the offensive line plays well, for me, that's the success or failure benchmark. If they play well, success. If they play bad, then it's a failure. Because I think everything rotates around that offensive line, especially on the offensive side. And it, I guess at a more macro level, I'd say it's, the question mark for me is Zach Taylor. Can like will we see Zach Taylor prove that you know what I am worth extending for another year, keeping him, or are we going to move on? Because I think that's not really a success or failure benchmark. Because either like he's a failure and that's then you got to move seat. on, that's a right? Hot seat. Yeah, but yeah. He's but yeah. like uh, he's just something I I want to keep my eye on for sure because. He's a question mark for me, and the offensive line is also a question mark. Success for me is offensive line playing better, and I guess uh, Zach Taylor proving that you know he's the guy, and if he's not the guy, then move on. But I think there's still some questions there. Uh, we can move on to the AFC South, Houston Texans. Uh, I just want to start with the worst. There's no, me, there's no success uh, for them, by the way. There's zero success. Winning a game, maybe? Nah. No, they don't get any success. They cannot gain any success. A success for me would be trading Deshaun Watson. But uh, I think we can move on. (laughs) No, there is zero success. And there's zero failure either because they're they're in the mud. They are so screwed. Um, Yeah, I can't even give a success. I don't think I've ever seen a roster this bad at all. The fact that Deshaun Watson is their fourth quarterback, I just find that funny. No, he can can literally play long snap too. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the thing is, there are some players here, right? Like obviously Justin Reed's a huge one. Um, Whitney Merciless, who's somehow kicking it in the league. Malik Collins, right? Brandon Cooks is still d- decent. He's yeah, still exactly. Laramie yeah. Tunsil, obviously, Laramie as well. Tunsil's Anthony Miller, good. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like they have some players, but just the just the whole nah. aura around this team is just not nah, it. They, they're, they're so, so, 
Yeah, I guess you can call trading Deshaun Watson a success, but not because I think if you trade Deshaun Watson, I'm all, I think you can at least you start. Can, you can fresh over, like it's a fresh yeah. restart, and I, I think that's what's needed. Um, we can start. We can move on to the Colts. You can start off because they're your team. Uh, yeah, success here is if uh, the Colts um at least make the uh, at least uh, make the playoffs. Um. I'd like to see once being better than Philip Rivers. Um, that that's a benchmark for me. Uh, yeah, that that's a very simple benchmark. I'd assume considering Philip Rivers was playing at like thirty nine or forty, and uh, once is still in his twenties. I, I I'd hope that's an easy benchmark to hit. And if that is an easy benchmark to hit, then I, I yeah, um, success would be get a playoff win. I'd like to see that. That would probably be a success for me. Getting a playoff win would be a good success for the Indianapolis Colts. Cause I think last year I would call it success cause we were the seventh seed and we made the playoffs, but like this year, since our roster is definitely better now we have another year. Um, and with arguably you can say a better quarterback, definitely winning a playoff game is a success failure here is uh, missing the playoffs. I think that's, that's definitely the failure here. Um, but that's, Overall thing is Carson Wentz here for sure. Uh, I, I'd agree with everything you said there. And I think it's just worth noticing, like pointing out, they traded essentially a first round pick if everything works out for Carson Wentz. And if they hadn't done that, they could have maybe had a rookie quarterback come in and they could have gone off with that or they could have, you know, traded for someone, signed someone else. But they went with Carson Wentz. So and I'm a huge Carson Wentz fan. I'm, I've said it multiple times. I have his jersey in my closet there. Probably never going to wear it again, but it's there. Uh, Carson Wentz needs to play well. He needs to sort of prove that he was worth the draft capital they put and invested in him. They, all the effort, all of that. And I think he's got to get vaccinated, man. Like I, I just feel like it's not a good sign. Man's gotten hurt. He's out with COVID for like a week almost. Like there's just, it's one of those things, man. Uh, Carson Wentz needs to get vaccinated and he needs to play ball. The second thing, way more important than the first, we need Carson Wentz to prove that he's worth the draft capital to put into him. Because if not, then this is a very good roster with a hole at quarterback. And that's something that we've seen com- like comparable for a team like the Bears, where they've had a huge hole in the quarterback room. Uh, and it's just not something you like to see. So we can move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It- it's simple for me. Um, it's actually not that simple because Urban Meyer, for me, is the biggest question mark. No, definitely, I agree. Like, I, like we, I think we all know that Trevor Lawrence. I don't think he's going to be the best this season, and it's going to be more of a product of his team. And I think, sure, we all like a huge success would be if Trevor Lawrence proves that he's going to be the guy. I don't think anyone's even expecting that from out of out of this season because I mean we've seen the preseason games starting offensive line obliterating him. Like it's if Trevor Lawrence can even remain in the offensive rookie of the year discussion, then I think that's a success. But I think Urban Meyer for me is the biggest question because this is the weakest coaching staff of the new coaching staffs, I'd say. Um, I mean, they brought in Daryl Bevel from Seattle. I hated Daryl Bevel. Bevel. Um, that dude should maybe, not have a job. And maybe it was maybe it was Pete Carroll so forcing him forcing him to run the ball when no, they had a top so three bad. quarterback. But no, no, it's just, we need to no. see Urban Meyer, you know, he hasn't had the greatest luck, I'd say. Uh, obviously great splitting college reps. love great college great, great college coach right but yeah. splitting reps with uh trevor and um garner and then shipping garner like it's just a waste and then he hasn't been the best at like the podium 
I don't know if like the team is buying in, like he's treating these kids like they're college kids. We need to see if Urban Meyer is the dude. Because if he's not, then I want to get him out of the building ASAP and get someone in here that next season can come in and develop a Trevor Lawrence, help build a better team. And for me, that he's it's Urban Meyer. Is Urban Meyer going to be a success or not? If he is, and you know who's the guy, then you can come out of the season with a positive outlook. Similar to like a Brian Flores situation where uh, I think his first year with Miami, they sucked, but they, they were competitive in a lot of games. And you know, everyone went into the 2020, I guess, looking as I'm looking at them as a team that's going to improve. I think it's going to be the same thing for the Jaguars if Urban Meyer can hit. And if he doesn't hit, then it's going to be a sketchy situation. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, you're right. The success or failure here definitely depends on uh, on Urban Meyer because I'll be honest, Trevor Lawrence, he, he's looks, he looks pretty ready to me. And uh, if he has the right coaching around him, that dude can go like that dude will go crazy and uh yeah so you can have like you said positive outlook can be made if you if you have a good coach and uh this is his first season as an nfl coach we'll definitely see how that one goes um but yeah we can move on uh Mm -hmm. tennessee titans expectations for me here uh so success here would be winning division and probably getting a playoff win I consider that a success. Um, definitely made an improvement by by getting Julio Jones. I think they got Bud Dupree as well on defensive side. Uh, yeah, I I I, I like uh, Tannehill's probably going to play very well again this year. So um, Derrick Henry, expect him. Don't be surprised if he gets another two thousand yard rushing season, especially in the seventeen game season. Uh, yeah, success here definitely is. Uh, and a failure here is probably not winning the division considering they've won it the past uh, two years. So, yeah. Um, For me, the Titans, everything you said, but just add something more to it. The, it was the same thing for them and the Browns last season. Both of us thought they weren't legit, legit playoff team because their defense sucked. And they were 24th last season in points a lot per game. And they needed to improve that metric. If they can improve that metric, then everything that you said is going to happen. Like everything will happen because this offense is still great. I get they lost Arthur Smith. I always get Arthur's mixed up. I get they they, uh, they lost him, but still they got Julio Jones. And I think this offense is arguably, I, I don't think this offense has taken a step back. I think it's probably the same. I, and I think that's all you need. This defense needs to be better. If the defense was better last season, then, they win more games. They probably get a higher seed, and they probably win more playoff games. So for me, it's the defense. If the defense can improve, then they're going to have a great season. We can move on to the AFC West, starting with the Denver Broncos. Oh boy, the Denver Broncos. It's hard to give a success for them, right? Because considering their their QB situation is not very stable. So I guess success this year would be having a stable quarterback. Because I don't know if they're going to go anywhere really. Um, but yeah, I guess that would be the success here. Um, failure is still entering into next season without a quarterback. I'll keep it as that. Yeah. Um, if it's Teddy or Drew Locke, I think that's the biggest question. If one of those guys can prove that they're guy, that the guy, because honestly, this team, I just can't get over it. It's, it's giving me Chicago Bears vibes where I like this roster, how good it is. Like maybe their weakest point is like slot corner. Or not even like I don't even know. Like on defense, they're stacked. Offense, they're pretty good. 
Uh, we just need to see the quarterback be more stable. And if that is if that happens, then you can walk out of the season with success. And if that happens, then you're probably a playoff team or borderline, like seven, like it's probably like six to like eight seed, I'd say. So that would be a success, I'd say, for most Bronco fans who haven't tasted any success since 2015. Um, Chiefs make the Super Bowl. Uh, sorry, win the win, Super Bowl. Win the Super Bowl, win. yeah. <laughs> uh, anything less of that will be considered a failure for the Chiefs. We can move mm-hmm. on. Uh, the Raiders, Raiders, man. I'm excited to watch the Raiders this year. Very excited because, again, I don't think they've taken that much of a step forward, at least from what we've seen. But they got rid of Jonathan Abrams, I think. Did they get rid of him? I feel like they did, but it says on his depth chart he's still there. I don't know. They tried to fix this defense. Uh, they did a decent job, I'd say, getting Trayvon Morig, Tyree Gillis, Tyree Gillis beat Divine Diablo. That being said, their picks them all. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this team. That's for me. Like, I don't know what a success would be because obviously, success going into year four, with John Gruden, you know, making the playoffs, making, the playoffs. making yeah. the playoffs, right? It Stop would be that simple. Second half, second half mm-hmm. season chokes. Simple. They have. Probably top. I'll put it there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Stop having second half. Second half failures because the first half of the year they're like a top five team in the AFC, and they, for some reason they they just like flip the switch magically. Like their teams, they're they're the team that like competes super difficult games like with the Chiefs, like, and like they play super well, and then after all of a sudden they're losing to like the teams like the Broncos, and then now like it doesn't make any sense, and I I gotta see. Uh, they got it. They got to stop losing games uh, past the midway point of the season for me. And if they do, they'll make the playoffs. Um, last team, LA Chargers. Success here um, is also playoffs here because I think uh, Justin Herbert um, is going to be that man. I think he's a dark horse candidate for MVP this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'd agree. I, I can I can easily see him win it because he can ease in the position too as well. Um, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. Yeah, I like uh, the way that, that Chargers team is moving. Along with having a new head coach, uh, I, I, I'm i a fan of uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah, so success here. And on top of that, the defense is now – they're getting back uh, Derwin James. Fully knock on wood. Uh, yeah, knock on wood. And uh, But, yeah, the success here would be um, – if they made the playoffs uh, failure, I can't really necessarily gauge a failure here. Maybe if they, for me, it'd be them not making the playoffs. I think for me, they're the like a set in the stone playoff team with all the improvements they've made. They, Offensive they are, line, defense, obviously like they're stacked team. I think they had to make the playoffs and if they don't, then they're going to go into 2022. I think in a similar place to the Arizona Cardinals this season, where you're like sort of stuck in limbo. Like, what do we do? Um, yeah, we, had, we had the Cardinals lock last year and they didn't make it, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, um, um I think we can, we can move on to game picks them all, right? Yes, we haven't made these in about six months. Let's get into it. <laughs> uh, uh, week one tomorrow, 8 20 <laughs> on NBC. I'm hyped. Cowboys at Bucks, eight and a half point favorites for the Bucks. I think we can move on. I think, yeah, we can move win. on. We can move Injured on. Injured quarterback, yep. uh, yeah, we'll great defense. Yeah, no Cardinals Titans, great game, I think, in the one o'clock slot. Three point favorites uh, for the Titans at home. That is a great game. That's a great game, actually. That's that's a phenomenal game. I don't know where I'm leaning here. I think I don't know either. I, I'm probably I'll lean the Titans because uh, they're at home. 
simply because they're at home, but this is going to be a very good game, especially since I think Ty- Kyler Murray against the Titans rush team is going to be interesting. I don't know how they're going to be able to stop Kyler here. Um, another player that is definitely an MVP race for sure. Um, I can definitely see. Uh, but I also don't think that the Cardinals can stop Derrick Henry. So I'm going to take the Titans. I think, you know, if this was like a couple weeks later, I think I would take the Cardinals. I think I'm also going to go to the Titans. Just because I think they have someone who can stop Derrick Henry. They have Zayvon Collins. I think he's going to be phenomenal. JJ right? Watts there. They have Chandler JJ Jones. Watt. They had the defense in the team to do it. I think just week one, everyone's going to no, be a bit sluggish not, on defense. Not, not I think yet. you default to Derrick Henry's greatness there. Uh, Texans, Jags, Jags are three. Uh, Jags are three point favorites in Houston. I think we're going to see Trevor Lawrence get his first one. Yeah, we're going to see Trevor Lawrence's first win. Three-point favorites is quite low, though. Not going to lie. Uh, I think but, it's fair. Oh, well, it's in Houston, I guess. Fair fair enough. We'll see how Tyrod does. Hopefully, Tyrod first starts since uh, his pierced lung accident. Whack, man. But uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, he does well. Um, Chargers uh, against the Washington football team. Another also, great by game. The way, by the way, we forgot to talk about this in news. Uh, the finalists for the Washington football team names. Red Hogs, Defenders, Armada, Presidents, Brigade, Commanders, Red Wolves, and Washington. Red Wolves is by far Red the best Red Wolves is name. by far the best one. And if they pick the Washington football team, uh, I will not ever talk about them again. I will never say their name again, period. I, will. <sighs> I would agree. Uh, Chargers I, are one-point one favorites point da- at well, the yeah, Red Wolves, yeah. Red Wolf Stadium. Yep. And uh, we're going to take into existence. Uh, I'll Who are t- you taking? I'll take the Chargers here. Uh, and it, it is going to be a close game. I think the odds are fair because uh, I think Fitzmagic is going to pull some Fitzmagic. I could easily see Fitzmagic being the best quarterback in the NFL after this week, though, too, to shut me up. But uh, I'll take the Chargers. I'm going to go ride with Fitz, uh, Fitzmagic, baby. I think Fitzmagic, he has the magic, especially the first like three to four weeks of the season. After that, I think you can pick the the other team to win against the Washington football team every week after that, except until like week 16 where, you know, he'll be good again. Uh, I'm going to go with the consistency. I'm not, I, I'm going to go with the, the ceiling here. I think, I think Fitzmagic is going to pop off. Uh, Vikings, Bengals, Vikings, three point favorites in Cincinnati. I'm going to go with the Vikings better team. And also uh, their, their quarterback didn't just come back from tearing his ACL. Yeah. I'm going to go to the Vikings here as well. No doubt. We can okay, on. Jets Panthers, another phenomenal game for me. At least, uh, no, maybe it is. NFL it is. Nerd in me. It is. It is. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Sam Donald's revenge game. Five point favorites for the Panthers. I'm going to go with the Panthers. I think. I think Sam Donald's going to have a great revenge game, and I also just think they're the better team. Uh, I don't know if they're better coach necessarily, but I think they're further along in the rebuild process. I think we're going to see CMC tear out this young defense early. Um, yeah, I, I like what I, th- I see from Carolina. I, th- I think Carolina is going to be a sneaky team this year. So, yeah, I'll probably roll with the Panthers too. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I think Sam, I think uh, Sam Darnold and uh, Zach Wilson will play great games. But uh, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Panthers here as well. Eagles, Falcons, my uh, lock of the week, Amol. My lock of the week. Falcons are three point favorites in Atlanta. I am smashing the Eagles here, and I'm not looking back. Yeah, I'll I just think the Eagles, Eagles are a way better team, dude. I honestly think the Eagles are a better team. Um, I think, and also maybe it's just because there's so much more unknown about the Eagles compared to the Falcons. And I'm just hoping these unknowns are positive changes for the Eagles. But I think the Eagles, I think they're going to shock people on uh, on Sunday, my guy. 
Uh, Steelers at Bills, another great game. There's so many great games, right, when my team is playing. But the Bills are six-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to go with the Bills without a question. Uh, I think uh, early season, I don't know if I can trust this Steelers offensive line, man. Just I'm going to go. Yeah, there. yeah, I'll take the Bills as well. Seahawks, Colts, Colts are two-and-a-half-point dogs here. Uh, I'm probably going to lean with the Seahawks here, not going to lie, because uh, – Carson Wentz has never been the Seahawks, bro. Yeah, uh, that not just that uh, he's also I don't know if he's a hundred percent, hundred percent. But I also I think I think it will be a close game. I think Russell Wilson will have his challenges, but uh, yeah, I think Russ is gonna cook. So I think uh, I'm gonna take the Seahawks here. Niners, Lions, Niners are seven and a half point favorites in Detroit. I think we're both going Niners there. Yep, definitely. Uh, Browns, Chiefs. This is pro. I don't think this is America's game of the week. It no, it's be. not. It's um, uh, it's Packers Saints. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, fair enough. There. Chiefs six point favorites in Arrowhead. I'm gonna pick the upset. I'm going. I'm going Cleveland, dude. I think Cleveland is gonna shock people. This running game is gonna be phenomenal. Baker Mayfield is gonna be phenomenal. We're gonna see OBG back. I just don't know if. I don't know. I just have a feeling with Cleveland this year. I'm just going to go with Cleveland. I think they're going to have a revenge game from their their playoff game uh, last season. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs here. Uh, it's in Arrowhead, loudest stadium in in the NFL, uh, and I think Mahomes is going to perform well. So I'm going to take the Chiefs here. Uh, Broncos Giants, decent game, but I don't think anyone cares who wins this game. Uh, I'll take uh, I'll take the Giants this game actually. I'll take the Giants. They're three-point dogs. I'll take the Giants in this game. It's at home for the Giants. Again, I'll take the Giants, too. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm not taking the Giants. I'm taking the Broncos. I think the Broncos have a phenomenal defense. They're going to sl- uh, smother Saquon if he does play. And if he doesn't play, then they're going to be screwed anyway because I don't think – I just don't trust Danny Jones, uh, Danny Dimes without a run game. And Here's I think if thing. he has a run game, the he'll Giants, be good. I think the Giants' defense are going to smother Teddy Bridgewater. That's 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 the other okay. Way. I mean, fair enough there. Uh, Packers um, Saints. Uh, we can we can move on from this game. Packers here easily. Um, in New Orleans, I don't think it doesn't matter, but I would like to see if Jameis Winston does play well against this Packers defense. Uh, yeah, same thing. Uh, Patriots hosting uh Miami, three point favorites for New England. I'm gonna go with New England here. Yeah, I think Mac Jones is gonna get his first dub. I'm gonna take mm-hmm. New England here as well. Great Sunday night football game, I'd say, if Justin Fields is playing. If he's Justin not, Wilson unfortunately. Is, so this so I'm going wash. with the Rams. Uh, yeah, Rams, Bears. Bears are seven and a half point favorites in LA. I think it's clearly. Yeah. Um, we know who's the better team. Yeah. I also would not be surprised if this game's a blowout at the end of the first half and Fields goes in. And I think people are saying that he shouldn't go in a mall because he's facing Aaron Donald and all that. Bro, I think that's just how you get better. That's how you get I think better. Exactly. Throw him to the fire and let him learn. Because like, guess what? This week ve- he's facing Aaron Donald. Next week you'll he's going to be facing face- JJ Watt. Next week he'll be facing, like, he's not going to face Khalil Mack, but he'll be facing Miles Garrett. Like, he's what? You're going to sit him every time there's another exactly. great player? Like, <laughs> like what? I, I'll be honest. It, it can't get that much. It, can't, it doesn't get, like, after you face Aaron Donald, it's only gonna get it's only gonna get better from there. I'll put it to you that way. Uh, so yeah, I would I would start Fields here. I mean, I understand what Nagy's doing, but I don't know. It's whack. I'll I'll take the Rams though. This would they, they will cover the spread pretty easily if Fields does not ever enter this game. 
Uh, Ravens, Ravens Raiders. Raiders, Monday Night Football. Four-point favorites, I think, for the, the Ravens. Four and a half, actually. I'll take the um, Ra- I'll take the Raiders here. I think they're gonna ooh, take they're gonna take okay. the upset here. I think uh, they always start off hot just to piss us off. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it. I'm gonna roll with the better team here. I think I'll go with the Miami, uh, not Miami, Baltimore Ravens. But I think this is a great <clears throat> a great slate of games. I'm all I'm excited for a lot of these games. Probably gonna have these open up on multiple tabs, or maybe I'll just shell out the money and get red zone this year and watch all of them at the same time but <laughs> that's um, what i've been doing yeah i think we could we should just hit our season-long awards before we uh call it quits for tonight i'm going to hear your mvp pick and then our dark horse mvp pick from you i'm going to go for my mvp i'm going to go patrick mahomes i think it's just I, all, I looked at the roster dude their offensive line is completely different joe tooney uh, obviously, they got Trey Smith in sixth round. Uh, he's already starting. Um, they got uh, Creed Humphrey last uh, in the draft as well. Center Orlando Brown. Like this offensive line is significantly better than it was last season. And I just think with that and year two of Ceh, all that, I think it's just it's Mahomes' award to win. And I don't think I think Rogers is going to be great too, but I don't think a back to back MVP is anything that's going to happen. Like ever like it's, it's very hard to win back-to-back mvps yeah um i'm probably also gonna roll with mahomes here i'm not gonna lie uh yeah it, it's it like you said it's hard for him to lose when he has that many weapons around him you know uh definitely rogers is up there brady is another option i think we could definitely consider if he didn't regress from last year to this year um, mm-hmm. definitely another option for me. It'd be Mahomes and Brady in the final race. I'd say personally, that's yeah. where my head is leaning. But I for my dark all, horse. And then, and then dark horse. I, think, I have Justin Herbert, my dark horse last season. I'm all, I believe it was Aaron Rodgers, and he won it. So my dark horse this season, Baker Mayfield from the Cleveland Browns. I'm just a huge Baker guy. I don't know what to say, but I love Baker Mayfield. And I think this will be his year where he'll have his MVP year. Uh, who knows? Maybe Josh Rosen will have one too eventually. But I, I think he's the last one other than Sam Donald to prove that he's the guy. And I think he will. I'm high. I think I also think the Browns are going to be like the second seed in the AFC. I think they're going to be extremely hyped. And I think if Baker Mayfield plays as well as he, I think he will be, then at the end of the day, it's a popularity contest award. And I think he's a new hot thing on the block. And we'll see how that plays for him. Who is your dark horse? Yeah, yeah, Justin Herbert's my dark horse. Uh, oh, you already uh, said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, offensive Player of the Year, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, I, CMC I mean, is always the way to go, and he's always um, the way to go. And and it's hard to it's hard really to predict anyone else because he would win if he stays healthy. So, uh, yeah, that's my only thing. Right? Yeah. Okay, for me, I think it's it is harder. Right? Think about it. <laughs> Because the thing is, I don't think a quarterback is someone like worth winning offensive player of the year. Because no, I feel like, because like, I, I think quarterback always will win MVP and they're not going to give like the second best quarterback award. It's got to be a wide receiver or it's got to be a, a, a running back. And I don't see any wide receivers, I think, this season who can necessarily win the award. That being said, I'm going Devontae Adams. Screw it. <laughs> the Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers connection, it's been there. If Aaron, I could if see that. I could see I that. I just yeah. think, I mean, he, dude, he put up 20 touchdowns last season or something like that, and he missed games. So if he plays, if he stays healthy, 
then I see no reason why he shouldn't be in the race. Um, we can move on to Defensive Player of the Year. And for me, this is a very interesting award. And I'm going to go with another Cleveland Brown. I'm going to go with Miles Garrett. I think Miles yeah, Garrett was I'm in gonna, the running I'm, last I'm season. I'm going to go with right? him as well. Yeah. And if we're looking at the odds, I just don't think we're going to see someone win a Defensive Player of the Year like four times. Is it back to back to? No, it's not. I think, I think, I want to say it is back to back. And I think Khalil Mack won it somewhere in between. I, I, that's what I want to say. But if that's not true, then it's back to back to back to back. I don't think that's going to happen again. Um, TJ Watt. He got robbed last year, in my opinion. He did get robbed last year. I just think, okay, I'm looking at the odds, right? Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa. I think Nick Bosa, I think he's coming back from injury. I don't trust it. Joey Bosa, great player. I don't think he's like a defensive player of the year type of guy. I think he's more of a, you know what? I'm top five, top eight in defensive player of the year running. Obviously, Khalil Mack is there. Derwin James is there. Bobby Wagner. Bradley Chubb, I think, uh, at number 11 in odds. If I were to choose a non-quarterback, I'd probably go with Buda Baker. I just really like Buda Baker, what he does, his versatility, um, if I was going to go with a non-defensive end. But I think Miles Garrett is going to win it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um mm-hmm. I Offensive also rookie Darius year, Leonard. Or? Darius Leonard's another one for me as well. Uh, I just don't I, think Darius Leonard is. I don't think Darius Leonard is even the best linebacker in football. So I, I don't think I could go there. I think he's he's a good linebacker, but I think I like Devin White more. Honestly, I like Devin White he more. He's good I, though. He's good. I, yeah, obviously he's good, but I think I like those guys more. Uh, what is it? Coach of the year, right? Coach of the year. Um. Kevin Stefanski won it last season. So Kevin Stefanski cannot win it this season. I want to hear who you have. Uh I'll roll with um hmm. I'll take uh I'll take my home guy. I'll take uh, I'll take Coach Frank Wright. Okay. That's interesting. I'm gonna go with hmm. Brandon Staley, I think Brandon Staley is the safe bet, honestly. I think he's leading he's in the odds as well because well, I just think it, he's, it's going to be a team that makes the playoffs. Kyle Shanahan's already – has he? did he win it? I don't think Shanahan's won it, no. I don't think Shanahan's won it, but I think everyone has high expectations from him. Obviously, like Brian Flores will be up there if Miami makes the playoffs, right? Um, Sean McDermott, no. McVay, no. Reich, if they like – somehow like win the division and become like a top two team in the AFC, then yeah, my sleeper would probably be, uh, would definitely be Ron Rivera. Actually, if Ron Rivera can, you know, if they make the playoffs and they, they're, they're the team, you know, they're like a top three team in the a- a- NFC somehow that I think it would be Ron Rivera's award, but I'm going to go Brandon Staley. Um, offensive rookie of the year. I want to hear your pick. Cause I'm interested here. Uh, I think Justin Fields wins it. Because I think he'll get Ooh. the job. I think he'll get the job. So, and if he doesn't get the job, I'm gonna have to say if he doesn't get the job, uh, Trey Lance. And if he doesn't get the job, so now there's two. If he doesn't get the jobs, uh, then I'll take um, I'll take Mac Jones. So the, the see, Mac I mean, Jones I, I was, is interesting. It, okay, see, I have to give three options because Justin Fields and Trey Lance both aren't starters. Okay, so. The one with the, the player with the odds to win it is Trevor Lawrence, uh, and then Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Najee Harris. 
I'm going to go with Najee Harris personally. I just think he's going to have the workload on all. I think he's going to be efficient enough workload, just yeah. because of, I think he's going to have like Saquon Zeke type numbers. And I think my problem with the quarterbacks, obviously Justin Fields question marks have even played same with Trey Lance, Mac Jones. I just don't know if he has the ceiling to win it. Trevor Lawrence, his team sucks. And same thing with Zach Wilson, his team, I think, uh, if I would go with a quarterback, I'd go with Zach Wilson just because I think he has the best blend between we know he's going to play and his team being complete trash. I think his team is a bit high, better than the Jaguars. So I'd go with him as a quarterback, but I'm going to go with Najee Harris as my ride and die. I really like what he's going to bring explosiveness, athleticism, and he has the workload. So I think it's a safe bet. And then defensive rookie of the year, I'm definitely taking Micah Parsons, no doubt. Um, I really like Zayvon Collins, my guy. I, I, I really like what Zayvon Collins is bringing to this team. Um, obviously, like Micah Parsons is the odds favorite to win it right now. And obviously, we all know he's a cowboy. He's going to have a good chance of winning it. I just think <laughs> Zayvon Collins, I mean, I'm just saying what I'm saying, what I'm thinking, right? Zayvon Collins for me, I think it's between Zayvon Collins and Patrick Sertain. If both of those guys play well, then it's going to be a race between the, those two. And I think. Those two are in the position to play the best. Dallas, they're, they're I mean, Dallas's defense is always going to be suspect, in my opinion. And I think Patrick Sertain gives you more. Zayvon Collins gives you more. I think both those guys are freaks. And I think I'm going to lean that way. Um, obviously, JC Horn uh, is somewhere up there for me. But I just think with his team being so young, especially on the defensive side of the ball, I don't know if I can trust him. Whereas, like, we know that the Broncos are going to be good defense. And I think if, for me, I'm going to give it to Zayvon Collins purely because if the Cardinals are a good defense, he's going to have a big sort of movement in that, like a part of that. And if they have a good defense, they're going to be a playoff team. So I think he's going to get the highlight. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, comeback player of the year. Then we've covered all the awards. Uh, comeback player of the year. I have Carson Wentz. Um, no surprise to you. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Carson Wentz here. <sighs> Who do I go for comeback player of the year? Obviously, you mentioned Joe Burrow, right? Good. I'm going with Carson Wentz as well, man. I just think Carson Wentz. Oh, actually, no, I can't. I can't because Dak Prescott exists. <laughs> no, yeah, you should pick Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Okay, there's uh, so many he's nice the odds on. Here. He's the odds-on favorite, I'm pretty sure. Dak Prescott. Yeah, I think it's Dak, Jameis, Joe Burrow from what I'm Ooh, seeing. Oh, interesting. Jameis. Interesting. I like um, If the Sands make the playoffs, he could win it. Obviously, CMC is up there. Saquon Barkley. I think that this is a story type of award, though. Dak Prescott coming from his leg literally getting broken. I think it's going to go to Dak. So uh, I, I think those are all our awards, Amal. Unless you have any other things you want to add. I think we have a pretty good slate. And we've covered a lot of things, I think, uh, last few weeks leading up to the season. I'm excited as usual. But anything you want to say to end off the show? Uh, no, I think you've covered everything I wanted to say uh yeah i'm excited for week one finally back into football and uh looking forward to now recording uh podcasts every week from here on out yes sir that is the plan all these predictions and everything will be on the instagram page if i'm not a lazy bum i probably won't be but we'll see knock on wood against um but that is it for me that is it from a mall episode 75 good podcast in my opinion as they usually are and some would say it was the best podcast episode we've ever recorded, but that is it for me. Thanks for listening. Peace out and bye.